for the week of December 20th, 2020. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your World Tag Team Champions and feel the power. It's a new day. Yes, it is. It's Josh. Thank God. Every week it gets worse. Every yeah, week. it's going to. Absolutely. All right. All right. Here's your news. Uh, so let's just start out with the biggest news of the week. Uh, Cyberpunk, which we're going to talk a little bit mm. more about later. Um, Cyberpunk's been pulled from the Sony PlayStation Store, man. And uh, that's a that's a that's a big fucking deal. Right. Um, well, to be to be accurate, though, it's pulled from the PlayStation 4 store. I believe you can still get it on the PS5. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's being removed or it's been removed from the digital marketplace. People who purchase the game and are not satisfied with its performance can seek a refund. All you need to do is head to Sony's website, log in and submit your request for the refund. So Sony uh, delivered the following statement. They said, we strive to we strive to ensure a high level of customer satisfaction. Therefore, we will begin to offer a full refund for all games are gamers who have purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via the PlayStation Store. Uh, we'll also be removing Cyberpunk 2077 from PlayStation Store until further notice. Once we have confirmed that you per- once we have confirmed you purchased Cyberpunk 2077 via the PlayStation Store, we will begin processing your refund. Please Damn. note, please note that the completion of that refund may vary based on your payment method and financial institution. So, wow. That's a crazy big fucking times. deal, man. So this this was like Cyberpunk. Was, <clears throat> this is supposed to be like, you know, the big game of the of the season, man. This was this was the one, you know. You and, know, I agree. And it, and it, you know what though? And I'll get to more on this later. I still think it is I still think it is the big game of this holiday season. Even with yeah. all of this, this negativity and the feedback and the backlash from the masses. Um, we're basically uh, a lovely, willing, paying uh, beta testers right now for these dickheads. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to go too far down this route, but um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm wondering if all those fucking internet crybabies who were fucking harassing the people who gave the game not like perfect yep. scores. I wonder if maybe they've learned their lesson. No, no, they haven't learned their lesson. No, no, no way. Fucking Absolutely not, no. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, so I, uh, well, again, and we'll talk about this more in our game spotlight, I am not like a cyberpunk hater or anything. I own a copy of the game, but that being said, I got it in a buy two, get one free special, and my plan was never even to crack the plastic on it until I knew all the, you know, the next gen patch was out. I figured it would take forever to get patched up and whatever. So I just kind of bought it knowing that I would be playing it later. So I'm not one of those who's like, fuck cyberpunk. I, I fucking own the game, you know? So, yep. but, uh, so this isn't, I mean, I guess the, the extent of it is a surprise to me. Um, the fact that it's a buggy yeah. mess, the fact that it's a buggy mess, isn't quite a surprise. It's just, like I said, the extent of it is kind of a shock. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it reminds the, me of a few years ago when um, I bought the Xbox One. You know, I got this uh, Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed Edition, yeah. and uh, basically, as soon as I popped the system on, it did this full install uh, patch, which was the entire game repatched because it was <laughs> such a broken mess. Yeah. And the thing is, is that. 
that buggy mess didn't destroy the franchise, and I don't think this buggy mess will destroy the beginnings of what could possibly be one of the most important game franchises in the fi- in the future for next-gen consoles. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But these uh, CD Projekt Red not been doing themselves any fucking favors uh, no. lately. Uh, next up in news, so Cyber Shadow. You familiar with this game? No, not a, no idea. So Cyber Shadow is uh, a new game from uh, the developer Mechanical Games and published by Yacht Club, best known as a developer oh. for uh, Shovel Knight. Um, yep. So uh, it's coming out. Uh, the big news is that it's coming out on January 26th. Uh, oh, yeah. cyber, cyber Shadow is. Uh, players control Shadow, a ninja who is the last of his clan in a world overtaken by an evil scientist synthetic army. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so uh, players must nimbly traverse the hazard-filled environments using precise air dashes and wall jumps, all while slashing the robotic foes into ribbons using their sword. Uh, it, I mean, this game looks great, man. It looks really, really fucking good. Um, good. If, and, you know, if, uh, if, if Shovel Knight is anything to go off of, you know, um, the quality of Shovel Knight, um, I'm super excited for this. Yeah, Shovel um, Knight is uh, one of my favorites of the last 10 years. I literally bought it on the DS. I bought it on the Wii U. I bought it on the Xbox One. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no, 360. I forgot the 360. But I, I bought it on the Xbox One because, most importantly, because you could play a level or two of the Battletoads games. God, that was awesome. It was so cool, too. It was such a good crossover. I love nice. Shovel Knight. It's awesome. So Cyber Shadow will be available, like I said, on January 26th for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, Switch owners can get an assist by scanning any of the Shovel Knight amiibos to summon fairy-like versions of those characters. So there you go. If you got the Shovel Knight amiibo, you get a little assist there. I have two amiibos. One is Link from Link's Awakening, which is the mm. cute little claymation-looking guy, and then Shovel Knight. Would you believe it or not? <laughs> Look at that. Uh, I've I've got far too many amiibos, and they're sitting in a box in the closet about three feet from me right now. Um, so you know this, yeah. not not to jump off the rails of news, but the most recent recent news about a remake of a film made me just want to say this to you. Nerds. <laughs> Are they bringing that? Are they trying to bring that back again? Apparently, there's going to be a reboot. Yeah, there was a, a new nerds was, movie is coming. There out. was supposed to be like five years ago too, and then it it like it's they started production and then they shut it down immediately. Well, this so. one was picked up by some big ass uh, money money bags director and writer, so apparently it's going to be a thing because they're just like we loved it in the '80s, so we're going to bring it back. Awesome, man. Uh, I don't want to you know get us too far distracted even further, but. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was over at a friend's house, and a lot of times when I leave for the evening, um, my wife will watch a movie with the kids. And this was, I don't know, two years ago or something. And I get a text from her saying, hey, is Revenge of the Nerds appropriate for the kids? <laughs> and, and I immediately wrote back, I'm like, fuck no. Do you remember anything about that movie? Like, fucking no. Hair pie? Come on. No. No, no. Uh, we, we've got oh Bush. No. Um, but anyway. I know, right? Uh, next up, Capcom. Uh, this one, this one, I just threw in there for you. This is a this is a little tiny little news bit, but I threw it in. I saw it. I saw it, and I was like, uh, Josh is going to want to know about this. Uh, Capcom has shared a video message from Street Fighter V Champion Edition producer Shui oh, Matsumoto, who confirms that Dan Hibiki, 
the first new playable downloadable content character for season five <laughs> will launch in February 2021. So you get your Dan. Oh, I got my go. Dan. Because there it is. I'm on board. <laughs> All right. And then I'm, our... in. I'm as Bithead 1000 would say, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, our final bit of news today. This is this is fucked up that. I was going through all the news sites and this bit of news was just like kind of buried amongst other things. And I'm like, uh, this is a new console. Like we're not talking about this. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, and I, Jesus Christ. I know what you're talking about. And I guess that's because nobody really knows what the hell it is. So, uh, SNK announced that a brand new console is coming from the company in 2021. Uh, in the announcement image via Twitter, they had logos for both SNK and Neo Geo, and uh, there's not much else is known. Uh, users are speculating um, that there's a Wi-Fi symbol over the W in the image, and whether it indicates an online or multiplayer-focused console of some sorts. So this new console obviously doesn't necessarily mean that SNK is going to be trying to take on Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, right? It's, uh, it's a retro-focused console, uh, you know, presumably. <laughs> but last year, SNK teased that next-gen Neo Geo hardware was on its way uh, with a modern design and a wonderful play feeling, and you can even link hmm. it to the Neo Geo Mini. Uh, the, new, the new hardware will provide you a Neo Geo journey that you have never experienced, reads uh, the tweet from uh, August of 2019. So uh, they've been working on this for a while, and the other thing they've been working with is they've been working with Code Mystics to add modern rollback netcode to older games like Garou, Mark of the Wolves, and King of Fighters mm. 2002. Uh, nice. So some sort of console that takes advantage of that. Uh, this I got this news from uh, US Gamer, by the way. Uh, maybe even replicating the feeling of sitting down at an arcade cabinet, maybe? I don't know. Um, oh. So anyway, we'll see what the Wi-Fi waves above the W in the logo have to hold in the next year. So, uh, but uh, also... Also, SNK is working on a new King of Fighters, which we're supposed to see more of on January 7th. Yeah, that's big news. That's big news. Now, you said, okay, so SNK making a new console might not be looking to compete with the Switches and the PS5s of the world. Mm -hmm. But maybe what they're looking to compete with, and here's a little bit of a news droppage for you, that Atari VCS has actually been hitting... Hey, it's been hitting the mail, and some of those early adopters, those Kickstarter and GoFundMe guys, have gotten systems in the mail. There's a one or two YouTube videos out there now of people that have gotten them, set them up, and there's like three or four games available on it. And and something the Switch doesn't even have, Netflix. Oh, hey, how about that? Um, fucking From what I've seen, the, the, the hardware itself, it looks like a glorified Ouya. I mean, there isn't much of anything to it. The games that yeah. they have on it don't don't push any hardware limits at all. Yeah. However, the controller is nice. It's very much so a replica of the Xbox uh, controller. And then they also give you a wireless Atari 2600-style controller that is also Bluetooth. And from what everyone's saying, it's really slick. And on the controller itself, when you're, I'm holding my hand up like anybody listening can hear, but if you're yeah. clicking to the left or clicking to the right, there's a little circle on top of the um, retro-style controller that actually lights up, which which direction mm-hmm. you're showing. And it has, like, the eight directionals. So it's not bad, but is it worth $300? Absolutely fucking not. Like, it, it looks... Most of the people that have reviewed it are like, eh, okay, well, I've got a physical thing. At least it's not the uh, retro... <laughs> vgs yeah. or whatever that thing was like yeah. at least it's not an atari jaguar with a sound card inside of it <laughs> yeah um i want to point out three things 
related to everything you just said. Um, The first thing is you are the only person I've ever talked to who has ever shown any sort of (laughs) excitement about this Atari console. Um, And not that you're excited, but you're the only person who I've ever talked to has, who hasn't just dismissed it outright. Um, Two, uh, you imitating uh, using an Atari joystick look like looks like you're grabbing a shaft and cupping balls. So oh. everybody, I want everybody to visualize that at home. And then I'll uh, well, just the, visualize. It. I mean, I, I go with what I've got experience in. So there you go. Yeah. And then the third thing is uh, everybody mark down. Uh, Josh uh, mentioned the Ouya again. So there you go. All right. And, and that's our news. Did, was there anything? Any news bits or worthiness this last week about Codemasters at all? Oh, well, yeah, uh, Codemasters, that, that did happen this week. And Codemasters is being purchased by EA, which fucking blows. Um, I'm not like a huge Codemasters yeah. game guy, but I do know that Dirt, the Dirt series, is pretty much like the only yep. only rally, like off-road kind of rally game out there these days. And now it's fucking owned by, you're going to be owned by EA. Which uh, which sucks. Yeah. You know? um, I just wish. For me, uh, um, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say for me, it's uh, basically uh, rest in peace, Codemasters and rest in peace, Micro Machines, the video game, uh, 1989 <laughs> to 2020, because fuck EA. What a yeah. goddamn miserable. Ex- ugh, what a, I get it, though. They got millions of dollars or billions of dollars. I don't even know how much just for a couple of franchises that they have. Small time little company got a ton of money. So, you know, good for them, but fuck yay. God damn it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would love it if, speaking of rally games, I would love it if Sega would bring back Sega Rally. They never will. Um, uh, Sony had, it wasn't really a rally game. It was just a straight up arcade fucking crazy balls out racing game, but MotorStorm one and two were great. And I'd love, just, I love, I'm not, I'm not a huge racing game guy, but I really do enjoy those kind of off-road and rally-type games. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that. That's it for our news for reels this time. Uh, let's for head reels. over to the new releases. Oh, boy. I'm ready for this one. Man, we got two games. Two games this week. Shh. Two it's amazing the, games. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, Override 2 Super Mech League for pretty much every single damn console out there um and uh and then finally i guess it's our pick of the week by default uh super meat boy forever for switch and pc oh yeah there you go so uh super meat boy forever will be a switch console launch exclusive meaning that it'll be only be on switch uh as far as consoles go for a limited time and then it'll come to the other ones but you can also get it on pc so the, on December 23rd. So that's it. Exciting. Let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes of this man. We've been teasing it. It's time for the game spotlight. Mm. Yeah, we'll we'll talk some Cyberpunk 2077. And, and you know, I got to have a disclaimer here. A little bit of a a little bit of a news droppings before, not necessarily news dropping, a little info droppings beforehand. I blame you. I blame Me. the entire Mo. Yeah, you. I blame Me. you, and I blame the entire Mojo Menace Discord community, and I blame all uh, the forums and pretty much our entire relationships in starting this podcast for me even giving a fucking shit about new releases and about current gen garbage. I blame <laughs> you because you got me hyped up. You get me excited. I don't care if it's 
Ghosts of Tsushima or Tsushimaso or whatever it was or all these other games. But when a few months ago, I looked at what the big releases were this holiday season. I thought maybe that Super Mario Kart game that looked really fun. You can't find it anywhere, though. Maybe uh, maybe it was the new Valhalla, the Assassin's Creed game. But I know that when those games launch, usually they're buggy as hell. But I saw Cyberpunk and I have played Cyberpunk. I grew up playing the Cyberpunk 2020 RPG. I have played Cyberpunk uh, 2077, the RPG that, uh, God, it was like three years ago. I played a session of that over YouTube on the Game Huggers podcast, which I'm sorry for the drop there. But I was stoked. I looked at Cyberpunk and I knew it was going to get delayed. And I said, you know what? This will be the one. This will be the one I'd buy on launch day. It looks like a good game. It's from the guys who made The Witcher 3, which everyone's fucking clamoring about how great of a game that is. So I said, you know what? Cyberpunk. This will be the one game I buy on launch day and I start playing through. Yeah. And I blame you and all your goddamn friends <laughs> for getting me hyped up on current gen shit. Uh, First well, they're, off, they're your friends too, Josh. Come on. Oh, well, fine. <laughs> I, I blame everyone for <laughs> everyone you've introduced me to. No, um, I will say this before jumping into the game. It is, in my opinion, the best game of 2020. What? But wow. it's also the worst game of 2020. Wow, all right. For, for what things work in it, it's spectacular. For <laughs> I, I want to also say, too, um, I, I'm playing it on a bare-bones PlayStation 4. I have not a Pro. I don't have a PS5. I don't have an Xbox Series X. I'm playing not even a PC. I was thinking about getting it on PC because, again, as we mentioned in the last few weeks, we're building a mega PC for Christmas this year, and I was thinking, well... Maybe I'll get Cyberpunk on that and have the, you know, the top of the line, you know, best features and all the ray tracing and all that garbage that everyone's excited about. However, yeah. that PC is going to be a family computer and it's going to be mostly for kids. And I don't expect them to be playing Cyberpunk until they're like age 21 or older. So I got it on the PS4 just basically with the with the idea that I was going to play through the story and then eventually play through the game as it was intended once the PS5 uh, is able to come into my house and once I can yeah. find one. Sure. Did I get my break up there? No, you're oh, good. Sorry. Anyway, so, okay. So, with that being said, um, the things that work, um, the game is amazingly expansive. It is a Grand Theft Auto-esque style game built into the future. You can literally do anything you want to do. There is a really good main storyline. Um, and it, it is it is really a good storyline. I am absolutely 100% like fully um, invested in the storyline right now. I think it's a great story. I think the gameplay is manageable. It's fine. Um, there's a lot of RPG elements. I would say if you're a big first-person shooter fan, um, so far what I've experienced in my first 10 hours is about 50% is the shooting and then 50% is strategy, um, you know, um, diplomat, dipl diplomacy, um, you know, things that you notice, things that you talk about, things that you uh, understand from other characters and then continue to ask about. It's a lot of that, and it's a really well-done game. However, I have now experienced, in my first 10 hours of playing the game, um, yeah. two, two game-crashing bugs. One that made me replay about an hour and a half of the game. Oof. And then one that uh, blue-screened, the PlayStation blue-screened, saying an error has occurred, and then you hit report, and then it reset the entire PlayStation. Like, it wow. went back to the black screen, PlayStation logo, and everything. However, when I logged back in, I was right back to where I was, and everything was fixed. 
Um, uh, their glitches are insane. Uh, there's some that are hilarious and there's some that just don't make any sense. Yeah. The, the one experience I'll say, and I'll share this. Um, so, so with all of that being said, I love the game. I am enjoying it. I can't wait to continue the storyline. Like I'm honestly like, can't wait tonight. I'm going to game a little bit more on it. Um, I've heard that the main storyline is between 15 to 25 hours, depending on what you do. Um, as far as everything else that the game allows, like the map is massive. You can go everywhere. I don't even notice any load times in between things. Once in a while, it slows down a little bit, but you're driving so far and so fast across that city and it just keeps loading things over and over. And the load times, you really only notice it when you first start the game. And even during the load times, um, it's entertaining because they'll show commercials, they'll show your apartment, they'll have you listen to the radio and talking about what's going on in the news that day. Man, it's great. Um, the the big bug that crashed my game the other day, actually it was uh, it was just a couple days ago, um, was a very important one because you're in a early on in the game mission, um, and you're in a hotel. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's an important important mission where you have to be sort of sneaky, a little bit of Metal Gear Solid esque if you will, sneaking around and controlling robots and controlling cameras and sneaking through this big-ass hotel, and you finally get to the end where one character is important. All the rest of them, you could kill them, you could leave them, you could do whatever, but one character was important because he has something that you need, and you're supposed to search his body after you either kill him or knock him out, and then use that thing to get out of this hotel, to be home free with the big thing that you stole. However, and this is hundreds of people have had the same exact bug, that character if you kill him in the wrong spot, we'll fall through the floor. Nice. And there you are stuck. And there's literally nothing you can do other than start over from the top floor of that fucking hotel. And I was <laughs> pissed. I was pissed. I, I Googled it just to see if anyone else had experienced. And it was everybody across all of that. And there's no way that the QA guys couldn't have caught this by playing it a couple times. Um, it's ridiculous. And, uh, oh, man, I couldn't believe it, that that no one has... I don't know, fix this yet. I mean, this, yeah, is, yeah. this game is several months away from being fixed. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, I am, <laughs> I am both so in love with the game and absolutely disappointed in it. So like I said, I, I, I think the best experiences that I've had this year with a new game, um, you know the dorky shit that I get excited about. I was excited about Streets of Rage 4. Fun, yeah, yeah it was great. It's a good beat-em-up. Battletoads, kind of disappointing. This one, I love it, but I also really, really hate it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If you have the capacity and the ability to play something else until, say, March or April of next year, I would definitely do that. You've got the right idea. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm glad um, beta testing this for those dicks. <laughs> but, oh, man. It just makes me want to play Shadowrun Returns on Steam, honestly. Because it's oh, got yeah. that whole to it. And that's oh, a great I game. That is Not a great book. game. That is a great game. Uh, so I, again, I, I haven't uh, played this at all. My son, however, could not wait to play it. He wanted to try it out. Um, so he installed it on the PS5 and onto the SSD of the PS5, um, just, you know, for the faster load times and whatnot. Yep. And uh, after about two, three days of playing it, he gave up. He's like, I'm going to come back to this once they fix this nonsense. Because, um, you know, like you said, everything you said is is correct and stuff that he's experienced, except he was experiencing crashes about once every 45 minutes. Um, and no way. and I, I, I didn't watch him play that much. I came down. Um, there's a in, in, in the room where we play games and stuff, this room here. Um, I'm standing at the bar. So I came down, uh, to mix myself a drink and he was playing. And, uh, as I'm, as I'm mixing the drink, I'm watching him and I'm like, this game looks like shit, man. Um, cause oh. he was, he, he 
shot two people. They fell down into each other. <laughs> and like, you know, yep. when they have the clipping where like, you know, like they kind of do the thing yep. where they meld into each other. And it was so fucking weird looking. It was so like early PS2 looking where I was oh. just like, man, this is crazy. This this looks like hell. And uh, I'm like, this is supposed to be the big thing, huh? And he was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's and and, it's, and like uh... you and like you, he said he was really enjoying it, but like the bugs were just making it unplayable. So um, he he stopped playing it, and he's not going to come back to it until they release the next gen patch and fix some yeah. of this stuff and the whole deal. So it, it's it's rough. There's a lot of times you'll uh, there are so many characters in the game, and they all have something interesting, sort of interesting to say. Some do, some don't. But man, when you're looking over the landscape and you're on like a second floor building, you look outside and you see like 45 people out there, and you go down and every Every single one of them walks differently. Every every single one of them does something different. It's a little crazy, but they don't catch everything because there's this like one lady who'll be sitting there smoking and she'll be blowing smoke in the air, but there's no cigarette in her hand. There's nothing there. (laughs) There'll be a lady at a bar at a club and she'll be handing out hors d'oeuvres to people and will be holding no tray. She'll just have her hand up in the air walking around like that saying hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. And then she hands them nothing and then they take nothing and they start eating it. Now, here's the thing, though. In 2077, Will that just be a thing? Maybe people are just <laughs> fucked up in the head and they're on such a high that they yeah. think they're carrying around real hors d'oeuvres. <sighs> it's a different world, man. And there are so <laughs> many bugs. I'm still yeah. enjoying it, though. Still yeah. enjoying it. But I well, don't know, man. It's crazy. All right. Well, that's that. Josh, here's the last question for you. Um, oh, what is... Overall, of all time, the buggiest, glitchiest game you've ever played. Oh, shit. Um, oh, I got one for you. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Energy on the PC Engine. Energy on the PC Engine. I don't know if I've played that one. Oh, don't. So I believe a guy named Sam I am, and I'm really pulling back some forum shit here. He did a patch to the game and fixed it, and it's actually pretty enjoyable. But it is an awful, awful, awful game. It's an action platformer. It was actually made by Messiah, who are generally great developers. They also have a really good soundtrack to the game, so it's almost bearable just to play it for the soundtrack, sort of like Fighting Street. I like, I love the music in Fighting Street, but it is a broken piece of shit game. Yeah. Um, but... Um, it's bad. I mean, it's really bad. It's a, like a single screen type platform where you're walking and then you get to the edge and then it starts another screen. But all of the all of the bad guys are moving around in a certain way and you kill things and they don't move or you glitch into the wall and you're stuck and you have to reset the game and start over. Like it's broken. It's broken, broken, broken and not very good. Hmm. Um, but I mean, for real, though, Cyberpunk ranks way up there. Cyberpunk's pretty, pretty broken. Um, yeah. I would guess Battletoads, honestly, on the NES, uh, if you get to the 11th stage in two-player mode, you literally can't continue because the game was never tested past the 11th stage with two players. Because <laughs> there's, there's one spot where it doesn't know what to do, so the system just sits there until the second player kills off all their guys, and then they can continue going over. It's great. Yeah. That's another broken game. What about uh, you? What say you? Whenever I think of broken games, uh, my brain immediately goes to uh, the GameCube and Xbox game Batman Dark Tomorrow. Uh, I was I was so excited for this one because you know I'm a, I'm a big Batman guy, right? I love I love me a good Batman game, and yes. uh, and I bought it like immediately the day it came out. Um, didn't wait for reviews like a dummy, and uh, <laughs> went and bought it. And uh, holy shit, it was bad. Um, just so many bugs. You could walk through walls. You could clip through walls. 
Um, it was, it was incomprehensible. And I just Googled it, uh, while, uh, while you were talking there, um, game informer gave it a 0.75 out of 10, uh, EGM gave it a 1.5 out of 10, uh, IGN gave it a three and a half out of 10. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so, and at the time, um, I was writing for the website Gaming World X, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, that was another reason that I got this game because I was like, I need to review this, um, and uh, and I oh. gave it. I remember giving it a two out of ten. So <laughs> it was a hell nice. of a game, a uh, hell of a nice. piece of shit that game, hell of a piece of shit. I, so I, I never played Batman Dark Tomorrow, but I do remember watching a review of it on extended play. With uh, Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb, and they gave it a one out of five. Nice, nice. All right, well that's drop there. That's it for us. If you want to hear more of our or see more of our shit, uh, you can go to mojomenace.com and check out the archives there. We got 15 years worth of stuff. Man, going on 16 years. I'm gonna have to say 16 years uh, starting next year. Um, but anyway, uh, all sorts of stuff there you can check out. And uh, what else? Oh, and we've got forums there. Man, I just my brain just shut off there for a half a second. Uh, we've got forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. Click on the link in the top right hand of the forums, and it'll take you to our Discord chat. And there are always people chatting about music, food, games, everything. Uh, you can find us on all the social media networks at Mojo Menace, including YouTube, where Klaus and I do uh, Mojo Show, amongst other things. Josh, where can they find you? If you'd like to continue the conversation with me and my Atari 2600 joystick handling skills, you can always find me at underscore Joshua Turbo. Don't forget the underscore as it is the most important underscore in all of the Twitter universe. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Ho, 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 ho.